Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, a small preview for tonight's game and a wonderful comeback for a former Duck. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Friday, folks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we go through the hockey season and it's going to end in a few weeks. Yeah, can you believe it's already February 28th and the season ends in less than six weeks? It's been quite a ride, hasn't it? Uh, Don't forget, you'll get fresh daily content Monday through Friday about the OC's hockey team and you can listen to this or any of the previous shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Make sure to comment, rate, subscribe if you have not already, and check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. Tonight, the Anaheim Ducks are back at the Pondo once again, taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, The Pens made a couple of moves on the trade deadline, and we thank them for that. Pittsburgh's a team that's dealt with the plethora of injuries this season, and it seems like they're defensemen their forwards it's been a revolving door of just people going in and out and back in and back out you know the ducks kind of did acquire someone from the penguins organization and that would be of course andrew agazino who was with the wilkesbury penguins earlier in the season he's now a member of your anaheim ducks taking a look at some of the breakdown of stats pittsburgh's pretty decent on the power play they're at a 20.8 clip they are one of the best teams in the league They are 10th in goals for, 8th in goals against right now in the standings. Pittsburgh is really in the midst of a pretty good playoff chase. They're only four points back of the Washington Capitals. If you had told me earlier in the season that Pittsburgh would be within two games of catching Washington with two games in hand, I would have thought you were absolutely crazy. As it stands right now, Washington has 84 points with 18 games left to play. Pittsburgh is at 80 points with 20 games left to play. And here's the big shocker. The Philadelphia Flyers, they're at 79 points with 19 games left to play. Yeah, who expected that here? And Okay, raise your hands. Did anybody see that coming? Uh, maybe see one person raising their hands. That's about it. Yeah, I did not expect this to happen. Some injury news. Hampus Lindholm did not practice last time. Hampus was skating around, but he is questionable for tonight's game. I would not expect to see Hampus Lindholm playing tonight. Since Brendan Gooley got called up to Anaheim, I would expect Gooley to be in the lineup tonight. Everyone else should be back from the last game. And I want to see Ryan Miller get a start tonight. I think Miller's only played 18 games this season. The Ducks are out of the playoff picture. It'd be good to kind of rest up John Gibson a little bit. Give Miller a few more games. This would be a pretty good game for Miller to play. So let's see if he is out there or not. And of course, Sonny Milano is going to be back out there on that first line. It worked really well last time. Let's see if it pays off again this time. I'm sure it will. Sonny Milano last game had two goals, including the game-winning overtime goal. As far as Pittsburgh goes, they're led, as always, by their captain, Sidney Crosby, who had been out for quite a period of time. He's only played 34 games this season. As a matter of fact... There's only a handful of guys that have played 60 games or more for Pittsburgh this season. Jack Johnson has played 60 games this season. He's only got 11 points. Uh, Tanev has played 62 games. He's got 25 points. Simone has 22 points in 62 games. Oh yeah, Pedersen. Pedersen has played every game. He's got 19 points. 
and Bluger has played all the games. He's got 22 points themselves. So really, the Pittsburgh Penguins, they've been dealing with a, a lot of injuries. Crosby's been out for a while. Evgeny Malkin was out for a long time. Jake Gensel was out for an extended period of time. Chris Letang has been out. So you see what Pittsburgh is doing as far as this stretch of games. What they're doing is simply amazing. They're 37, 19, and 6 right now. I can't believe that they're this close to the division lead. Where Washington, they've had some great games. They faltered a little bit. Maybe some of that has to do with the added pressure with Ovechkin getting to goal number 700. Now that he's done that, I would expect to see Washington get back on track and run away with the division. But like I said, Pittsburgh is right there. You know, Philly is right there. I can't, still can't believe that Philly's right there. The Islanders are right there. The Hurricanes are right there. The Blue Jackets are right there. Columbus has got to be shaking their heads at that Sonny Milano trade. They gave him up, and he goes and scores two goals for Anaheim. They still can't believe it. Uh, tonight's game is a 7 o'clock start at the Pondo, once again taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. That game tonight will be seen not on prime ticket. It'll be on Fox Sports West tonight at 7 p.m. So if you're heading down there now, be sure to get there early. It should be a pretty good game. I would expect to see a plethora of Pens fans there. Before we head into the first intermission, I want to tell you how your business could be featured on this very podcast with advertising. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the fantastic advertisers working with Locked On to reach passionate sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Anaheim Ducks is a great way for your local business to reach Ducks fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with other Anaheim Ducks fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses, especially here in sunny Southern California. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com forward slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As I mentioned earlier, this is going to be kind of an abbreviated show. Uh, This is a story that I wanted to talk about as soon as I saw it unfolding yesterday. And I thought this was just an incredible story. So he's a former duck that has gone through a lot of troubles recently. And I'm talking about Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan began his career as an Anaheim Duck all the way back in 2007. So we're talking way back. He was the second pick in the 2005 NHL draft. Of course, Sidney Crosby was drafted just ahead of him. But Bobby Ryan was that number two pick. And he had a great start to his career in Anaheim. Uh, He was almost rookie of the year. He almost won the Calder Trophy. He was second, of course, to Sid the Kid. In six years in Anaheim, he had 289 points in 378 games. He had some pretty stellar seasons including a 64-point campaign and a 71-points campaign, 
Uh, he had a lot of 30-goal seasons throughout his Anaheim Ducks career. In fact, his best playing days were with Anaheim. He had 31, 35, 34, and 31 goals with Anaheim. Then he got shipped off to Ottawa, and his numbers have not been the same since. In fact, really, his game plan in general has not been the same since leaving Anaheim. And part of that has to do with some of his personal demons that he had been dealing with. And this has to do with his alcohol troubles. Last night, Bobby Ryan made his long-awaited return to the Ottawa Senators. In fact, it had been... 104 days since Bobby Ryan last played a game at that arena in Ottawa. And the fans were very receptive to Ryan coming back. Once that story was making the rounds that he was coming back, that he was battling alcohol addiction and alcohol troubles, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you really can't make up, you really can't write about. And that reminds us all that Bobby Ryan is human. You know, he's going through these same issues that everyone else is going you know, the fact that he took it upon himself to go to alcohol rehabilitation. That says a lot about the kind of person he is and how strong he is. But this is just a reminder that everybody is going through some kind of issues. And we probably know at least one person in our life that is going through some kind of addiction, you know, sickness, disease, what have you. And the fact that the fans were there to support him you could tell that that meant the world to Bobby Ryan. And even scoring one goal on his return game, that would have been enough. That would have been just fine. And early on in the game, uh, Ryan tipped a Nikita Zaitsev point shot. And that was a fantastic goal for him. His first goal since all the way back in October 2nd. That's how long it had been. And that was his first goal since going into rehab with the player assistance program in November. And even after that, you know, Ryan did get in a fight with Chris Tanev right towards the end of that first period. But after that, that's where things really took off. Ryan would go on to score two more goals, including that fantastic hat trick goal that he didn't think he got right away. It was kind of a tip in. But as soon as it happened, the hats came flying down and he earned the first star of the game and got several, several standing ovations from the hometown crowd. And I just want to read a couple of quotes here from that game. Uh, this quote was from Ryan himself. Quote, I mean, you can't write that the way tonight went. It's just an incredible evening. End quote. So really the crowd chanting, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. All throughout the arena, that meant everything to him. Uh, with his family watching, you could tell that he was getting emotional towards the very end of the game. You know, he hid his face in his gloves it almost looked like he was about to cry he just kind of like looked up at the crowd and thanked everyone it looked like he was trying to hold back some tears right there I mean if you if you weren't emotional about watching that game then you know I, I don't know just another quote from Bobby Ryan on this quote I knew Ottawa being the community that it is that the reception would be good it just got harder to keep the emotions down throughout the game. It was incredible how they supported me. So thank you to all of them. End quote. And even last week, you know, Bobby Ryan, he finally opened up about, you know, his alcohol abuse and his recovery through it. You know, when it was being reported last week that Bobby Ryan was going to be coming back, you know, he said it was trying at times. 
and people have been supportive and the recovery has been a long process and it's a learning thing for him. And there are several people that are not hockey players that deal with alcohol issues. So for him to open up about this was a very big deal. He even stated last week that he'd been dealing with alcohol abuse issues for a very long time. And he tried to figure things out on his own, but it wasn't enough. It took a panic attack for him to really enter the program and seek some more help. And he was trying to do things the wrong way, trying to do things his own way. But he admitted that he needed help. And he even said, you know, don't be afraid to get help. You know, once he finally kind of opened up more and admitted that he needed help, that's where the recovery really began to take over. And that helped him get sober. And he's been sober for a while now. So good for Bobby Ryan to just wake up one morning and say, you know what, I need help. He knew that he was struggling for several years. And just some more from Bobby Ryan about what he went through as far as leaving the game. And this is from Bobby Ryan himself. This is a long quote. Quote, the first month was obviously very tough. You come back and you're very isolated with what you're doing and trying to make baby steps to come back. You're going through the protocols and all that, but you're not around the guys. Thankfully for me, you know, I got the other affairs in order and was able to just continue to come to the rink and get a little bit better and a little stronger every day. And the guys have been great. Away from the rink, my wife's been an absolute rock star for me in allowing me to do this. She's been taking on more than she's probably had to, and it's been absolutely incredible, end quote. Even though Ottawa is outside of the playoffs, it's good that he wants to come back and play, and he's still hungry to play. To see him go through that publicly in the manner that he did, you know, it says a lot about him. And once again, congrats to Bobby Ryan for coming back to hockey seeking treatment, getting help, and we're, we're still rooting for you, Bobby. You know, he's forever a duck, and we wish nothing but the best for Bobby Ryan as he comes back to the Ottawa Senators. And with that, I think it's a great place to wrap things up. So once again, thank you all for listening so, so much. It's the end of the month. Next month, the Ducks continue their season. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. You can hear this podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, enjoy the hockey, and quack quack Anaheim. Anaheim.